Hi, welcome to Transition Podcast. Yes, this is Transition Podcast. It still exists and I am still Noma. Hi, how are you doing? I spent a lot of time clearing the cobwebs here because I know that it's been ages, ages, ages. But it wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional. Um, It just sort of happened that way and um i've missed doing this i've missed podcasts i've missed talking to you and for those of you who listen and then give me one feedback or the other i've missed those feedbacks as well um so we're here we're here episode three and um, a lot has been happening online offline and uh I want to get into that, you know, as usual, and fill you in with my thoughts, fill you in on just a little bit of my personal life, but not so personal. I know some of you out there are very nosy, <laughs> but yeah, so I hope you have been waiting for this moment as I have. Let's chat. So we're back. Um, so yeah, like I said earlier, a lot has been going on online. Uh, first of all, the first thing I want to talk about, um, I just want to, I mean, they may never listen to this and they may eventually, who knows, the way life works sometimes, listen to this. But I just want to extend my condolences to the Adeboye family and the entire Redeemed Christian Church of God family worldwide over the loss of their son and one of their pastors, uh, Daria Deboye. Um, I think that happened on Thursday. I was I was at work when I heard the news. And I think maybe because I was at work, you know, just busy, I heard it. And then it kind of like just, you know, washed over me. And I just got on with, with it. I felt it. I was like, oh, wow. And then I had to like get on with whatever it is I was doing. But the next day, which I think was a Friday, I was just extremely sad, Um, just extremely sad. And it wasn't just about his death, um, but I think for me, it was sort of like a trigger to just so many other pointless, well, it it seems pointless to me, you know, but, you know, with God, you know, he knows everything, but just all these other deaths that just seem so meaningless and so pointless and you can't make a head or tail out of it especially the ones that have been happening in nigeria with abductions and kidnappings and i just i think that friday morning um i mean i'm not a big crier i think when i do cry you know you'll know that you know whatever has happened has really gotten to me um but yeah i kind of cried friday morning and um you know you just can't make sense of some things um I remember there was a period in my life where I used to think that good things would happen to just good people. Like I, it, 
I don't know why I believe that. I just believe if you were good, if you're good, if you, you know, follow the rules or at least try as hard as you can to play by whatever rules it is, you know, just good things will happen to you, you know. So if, if for example, let me say if it's like in a relationship and you say, okay, if you avoid all the, the bad boys, you know, and you, you know, only you, you know, you'll not get your heart broken or you'll not, you know, end up in a disastrous relationship or in a disastrous marriage. You know, if you stayed a virgin, it means that when you get married, you're going to have a blissful marriage. You know, all those things Well, just, if you do this, this is the guarantee. And unfortunately, that's not life. That's not how life works all the time. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that happens, but it doesn't work that way all the time. You know, um, bad things do happen to good people, you know, sometimes. And sometimes you can play by the book all day long, whatever book that is, you know, whatever rule that is, and life will happen. And I know even the Bible does say that in this world you will face trials and tribulations. So stuff will happen. I remember one day just meditating on that scripture and thinking to myself, like Norma why is it that whenever things happen in your life like things that you don't like you're, you're always act surprised like how could this happen you know <laughs> when it's there in black and white in the scriptures that you know things will go down some things will go down you know but God says through it all you will have the victory regardless and um, so just hearing of his death and just thinking of all the other things you know like i said just going on in nigeria and people who have lost their lives um in all this mindless and killings and all of that and i just broke down and i just said you know the truth is we can never understand it Uh, i remember over the week the past or this week actually i listened to beth moore and my sister got me onto beth moore she's she's an amazing i was very slow i remember when my sister first told me about joyce mayer you know it's so funny because sometimes like whenever whatever my sister likes i feel like i don't know about the rest of my siblings but for me in particular i'm always like i'm always suspicious like is this going to be really good like when she was like such a fan of frazier and i was like no frazier that means frazier is not going to be really interesting <laughs> sorry okay and then one day by accident i watched frazier and then i got hooked and i was even one of those who were really sad when it was over so yeah you know so i found that Fraser was really amazing and um so it was the same thing you know when she told me about beth moore initially at at what beth beth moore occasionally like on daystar television and and things like that and i was like "Mm." you know i didn't pay so much attention to her but the third you know so time i think it was the third time or so that my sister was like you know i think you should really listen to beth moore i think she sent that to me as a whatsapp message like in t- either 2020 or like mid 2019 and then i did start listening to her and she's really phenomenal and i remember she was saying recently the sermon of hers i listened to over the week and she was talking about taking a lament to god and that just saying that it's okay it's okay to come before god and grieve the things we've lost things that didn't work out the way we wanted it to the way we thought it should and um and that that was very comforting to me because it's not something you often hear you know people some people in in the in the space of faith feel like you know you shouldn't cry you shouldn't you know you should just move on you shouldn't express it just suppress whatever emotion you're feeling and just carry on 
and um, you know Jesus wept and I think that was very important for that to be put in the scripture because Jesus knew that Lazarus was going to resurrect Jesus knew as far as Jesus was concerned Lazarus wasn't even dead he was just asleep but he wept and I think he wept because of the compassion he felt for everyone in that space at that time it wasn't a feeling of hopelessness but it was it was just emotions are okay it's just what I'm trying to say I believe that emotions are okay I believe one of the things I have that have really freed me in the past three years in my with my relationship with God is just being able to say dear God I'm not okay I remember there was a particular day I just I can't remember a lot was going on and I just walked into my room and I slammed the door and I just said to God I said God I'm angry I'm really angry I'm really hurt I'm, you know and I just talk I just I just poured it out and I think that that's something we should encourage you know we're not saying we should dwell in those emotions but how can he comfort when the bible says he's the god of all comfort how can he comfort us if we don't even tell him that we're in pain if we don't even tell him that we're hurting you know and um so i feel you know with the grief with the loss of this young as far as we know he was 42 years old you know he's a father a husband and a son i feel like for as many of those who have heard this and have and are trying to you know feel like showing faith it means that they don't get to express the emotion of sadness i don't think i think you can Uh, you know god is our savior and he is our father and he wants to be able to comfort us but a mother can't comfort her child if the child doesn't come close and say oh mommy this hurts me or oh daddy this hurts me you know we have to go to our father and say this hurts and it's one of the things i've I've fallen in love with God about that I can do that and that he's so patient and he's so gracious to tend to my need for comfort my need for reassurance of his love so again my condolences to the family so uh, moving on so I think something more positive I'll say or something happier or lighter um, I'd like to discuss talk about Ginny my Jenkins um, and um, she is the one of the co-hosts of the real talk show an American talk show that I really really loved when it started and if uh, I can remember correctly I think in season one I talked about uh, Tamara Maori Housley and how she was on my vision board and she's one of the co-hosts as well and just how I loved her and um, you know just everything she represented and why I put her on my vision board um, so Jeannie Mai is also one of the co-hosts a very authentic person um, very like I think her, her authenticity is like very on the nose she's just such an open book and i think that's some of the reasons or that's one of the main reasons why people love her and people don't love her because i mean she just tells you as it is about herself and what she believes and where she stands but that's not what this is about this is about um she got married last month in april um she got married to jeezy i don't really know his real name like but jeezy the artist and um their love story is amazing 
but what what i really love about that because i was so happy it felt like someone like i knew like my girl i actually put it on my whatsapp status like congratulations Ginny my jenkins i mean she she was married before and um for 10 years actually uh for 10 years she was married to this other guy i can't remember his name now and i think at some point in 2018 um they had they got divorced and the marriage was i remember when she used to talk about her marriage and a lot of people used to like raise their eyebrows about it because it was just so loose loose in the sense that um i remember once she had said something like she didn't mind if her husband like got chatted up by other women in front of her or if he you know he fancied another woman and was telling her about oh i think this lady is beautiful and things like that and you know i remember people were like how can you say you don't have a problem if your husband is telling you like i fancy that lady and i think she's cool or your you know your husband says oh this lady just slipped me her number i mean nah you know i mean for me nah but you know but she was like she doesn't mind and she's cool with that and then there was the thing of she had said she never wanted to have children and um initially that was what she had told her husband she's like i don't want to have children and he was like he's okay with it and then they got married and then it became this back and forth thing where somewhere along the line she then wanted children not she he then wanted children and she was still like i don't think i i'm still like i don't want to have kids and um and i remember she so she used to talk about it a lot and how that kept coming up as an issue and how you know she was feeling like she was denying him you know something that he really wanted and that she didn't want to be in his way and then eventually some other things and um so when the marriage ended i remember one particular episode of the reel before they went virtual because now they are virtual because of the pandemic so they don't meet in a studio anymore everyone is doing it from their house but i remember when they were still you know meeting live and in the studio i remember i watched this particular episode where she was talking about the demise of her marriage and she cried and she was crying about it and she was talking about it and she was saying that from the very moment that he proposed to her 10 years ago that she just knew it wasn't going to work and you know she was saying how he had proposed to her in the presence of like family and friends and and so she more or less she felt she liked him but she didn't like him enough to want to marry him but then at the same time she didn't want to make a scene and say no and at the same time it was like i mean he's not a bad person why don't you just say yes type of thing and um and people were like how can you say like for 10 years you knew that this wasn't the you know like right for you and you stayed and um i could actually understand that i could actually relate with that thought where you just know that this isn't it but for whatever reason you just convince yourself that this is this is it and so you you settle and i remember i was listening to this morning actually when i was going for my morning walk i usually like i said i i listen to podcasts a lot and so on this particular morning walk i went for i was listening to the dear future wifey podcast i mean if you are not listening to podcasts listen to podcasts that's number one and then number two if you are listening to podcasts and you are not listening to my dear future wifey and no he didn't give me money and no i'm not trying to be his dear future wifey but he's a really intelligent 
good looking but really intelligent man he just he's very he's very intelligent his guests are always amazing and so he had this particular guest who i love essence atkins um and i think you'll know her from like half and half and some other like uh, she's not really a-list per se like blockbuster american movies but she's she's there she's done her time in hollywood and um she's a very uh strong christian and she was talking about um the thing about substitutes you know where you know that this this person isn't really the person for you but you're just you're taking the substitute because you don't want to have to wait for the real thing and i feel like that is what a lot of us and i'm including myself that's what a lot of us are guilty of whether it's a relationship whether it's with a job whether it's with um with whatever it is in life really we 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 would rather just have something than not have anything and i just feel like especially when it comes to relationships i th- i really think that that's a waste of time and it's it's hard i mean i'm saying it now like a boss but i know how hard that can be when you know that you know what you know what you should want and you know what you should need and that is just very key and very important because you don't want to down the line because it will happen if you keep denying your truth and keep you know what is true you know what what fits and you know what doesn't fit especially if you're a christian like the holy spirit will keep just nudging you on the inside like this isn't it like this this isn't for you this isn't what i called you into and yes god is gracious god is merciful you could get into that job you can get into that relationship and you know with all your strong head as nigerians say force it to work and force it to make sense but it's it's going to be such you don't want a situation where you're just constantly forcing something constantly forcing something to work to make sense to fit um and so when she said that when she said how she just knew you know very early on that this wasn't it and people were like it's not possible to know that and you stay married for 10 years and i and i thought to myself i said well it's real it is possible it is there's some people who are just very strong and they can just be like nope you're not what i want that's not what i want that doesn't work and they can be very strong about it and um and just you know cut it off and then but there are some other people and i'll say maybe like myself who need to learn who need to learn to say no who need to learn to say okay this is the vision this is the plan this is the dream and each time something comes in as a friendship or as a job opportunity or whatever and you keep matching and you go back to your your vision board you go back to your dream plan and you're like does this fit does this match that's not to say that you will make mistakes that's not to say that you will always like get it right but i think we must trust if i should say our instincts we must trust for those of us who are believers you know the holy spirit on the inside of us i remember i was saying to my mom just today i said to her that if i really believed what god said about me or what god has told me about myself in the time in places of prayer or meditation there are certain decisions i i made in my life that i i if i really believe that this was god who said this to me and this was this was the truth this was the word just certain decisions in my life that i wouldn't have taken um 
because if I really believed it, there's no how that I, w- I should have found myself in those places or in those situations to begin with. And so I was so happy for her because when her marriage ended, like I said, she took time to do the work. You know, she took time to do the work on herself, you know, to find out why. Why did she, you know, she went to therapy. She was very open about it. She went to therapy. You know, she had to dig deep and, she, you know, get find out things in her childhood that, you know, because like um, Sarah Jake Roberts will say, will often say when she talks, she says, whatever is wrong with us as adults started when we were children. And um, and I believe that as well. I, I think that no, there's no adult, whatever way we behave whatever thing we crave or we we need or we seek um you know it's whether it's validation there's something in our childhood somewhere where we were not validated enough um i remember i was thinking about something um i was talking to somebody and the person was saying to me how she realized that you know sometimes when she finds herself if she thinks she's attracted to someone she realizes that it's not that she's attracted to that person but she's attracted to the what that person represents and that she realized that most times is a person in authority and that that person represents her father and it's not like you know an incestuous attraction to her father but it's just this need to get an approval from this person so she's constantly working you know hard to please you know that that head of department or you know and I was saying to her that it makes sense and I, I said to her this same thing you know that Sarah Jakes Roberts said you know whatever thing we feel like we lacked or we did if if she didn't get approval from her father growing up or as a child i said it's going to manifest in you know anybody who's in a place of authority somewhere in our mind we're going to be see she's going to be seeing her father and she's going to be like i need to get this person's approval and so you know it's an attraction of i want this person to like me not not in a sense of i want this you know i want us to end up in bed together but i just want this person to like me i want this person to say well done because it's coming from your father you're not even hearing it as it's coming from this boss figure it's going to be an approval that you've wanted for your from your father for so long so I just said all that to say like I was so happy for her when she got married to um, Jeezy because like I said she did all the work and she was very open about the work she had to do emotionally to heal because that's one thing whether it's the end of a marriage or it's the end of a relationship you have to do the work you can't just jump from one you know relationship that didn't work and just enter into another one you've not resolved the issues you've not found out your own faults because let's face it it takes two regardless it takes two whether whether your own part was just that you allowed the abuse or that you allowed the maltreatment or that you did not accept you know that this was wrong and you know and say no this is wrong this doesn't work for me and all of that so even if that was your own fault in it you have to accept it and then you have to find out why why did i why was it okay for me to be treated that way why was it okay for me to be talked to that way why was it okay for me to um to just not have a voice to just completely disappear and just be whatever it is this other person wanted why was it okay for me to not exist why was it okay for me to not be happy you know why did my happiness not matter so she did all that work and in doing all that work it led her to this place and they dated for i think two years 
and Jeezy on his own part was also doing his work like I said Jenny is such an open book she was just telling the whole world all the processes they were going through and finally they got married and I was just really happy I was really happy for her because um you know I mean I know there's some people out there who you know are going to scrunch up their noses as oh a divorcee and and things like that I'm not even getting into that I feel like before you know before you can really judge something i think you have you have to have lived it first um and that's what i'll just say on that i think before you can begin to judge or criticize someone's decision you have to have lived it first for you to know but a lot of people are not going to be willing to live it first they will just rather talk and that's fine you know but i just think that you know live live things first before you you decide to to have an opinion and if you can't live things first before you have an opinion if you're a true christian then pray about it and you know and i believe god will give you some sort of insight into whether or not this is something you should actually even comment on and if you should comment on it what you should comment on it about now that's just me that's not scripture that's just me so i'm really happy for her and you know for anybody out there who may be listening who is you know going through an emotional dump you know a filled relationship whatever it is i just want to encourage you like you're going to have to do the work and a lot of times that work is not going to be easy it's going to be very you have to sit with yourself you know And, and that's one thing you know if there's anything the world helps us with is is to avoid that you know we have netflix and we have places to go to and we have instagram and we just have all these rabbit holes where we can just you know run into and avoid self and we have friends and we have work and we have you know all these things um but you have to sit with yourself um, because it's only when you sit with yourself that you won't make the same mistake because then you will understand why the first mistake was made or what the mistake was that you made and i think on this note i'll just go a bit personal so i started journaling and um and i i I started journaling like two years ago like seriously and it's been very helpful helpful i now i don't journal all the time because i'm kind of like busy but for like the first year or there about two years that I started I was like really consistent and was really helpful to me so some months back I was just writing just you know writing thoughts and writing things that had been going through my head during that week or during the day and then I stumbled as I was writing I wrote I, I wrote something and I when I wrote it I had to pause and go back and I one of the things I wrote was I was talking about a decision I made and I was saying the reason why I made that decision was because I was afraid to be left and um and that hit me because I didn't at the time that decision was made I didn't know that was the reason why I made that decision I was afraid that if I didn't choose that thing it was going to leave me and I didn't want to be left. And um, I know that growing up, you know, being a middle child, I, I spent a lot of time by myself. And I don't know, maybe that's what, a bit why I'm a bit on the creative side because I spent a lot of time you know on my own either playing with imaginary friends <laughs> people who weren't there and talking to them and and or i had like dozens and dozens of baby dolls i was always like mommy buy me a doll buy me a doll and so i, I at a point i had like an army 
and I was either doing school or playing house or you know and I realized that you know maybe because I was I was always alone you know I I subconsciously I just never wanted to be alone it was like I was always trying to avoid that have as an adult I'm always trying to avoid that you know being left because I felt being left meant I was going back to being alone and going back to being with imaginary people and so that and so when I wrote that I was like I was I paused and I read that line over and over again and I thought wow you know and 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 it was for me that was the knowing your why and if you follow me on instagram i was like oh i'm going to make a write and do an episode i said right <laughs> i'm going to do a podcast you know where i talk about the importance of knowing your why because you know when people talk about knowing your your why they often talk about it in terms of oh knowing your purpose and you know why are you here on earth and that's that's one way to look at it but i think another way to look at that phrase know your why is why do you do the things you do why do you make the decisions you make you know why why do you choose things that you shouldn't choose why do you put yourself in situations that you know in your head you shouldn't be in that situation you know that this this isn't it i remember i think it was in the um, the first episode of, of this season i talked about a job um or that season one i'm feeling like oprah winfrey now i can't remember which which episode or which season but anyway you know i remember i said about a job that i went for an interview for and how this particular managing director or whatever was going like you know basically talking down on me and like oh what do you even think you can do for us and whatever it is you think you can do i can do it and i was like do you know what do you i'm out of here you know and that's something i would never have done because again the fear of don't leave me don't leave me you know i i need you know i need to have something don't leave me and i just want to use this opportunity (laughs) um to thank god because it 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 has taken it has taken work it has taken a process a process i was conscious of and at the same time a process i wasn't even really conscious that was going on for me to get to this point where i can say I can never be left like it's not it's not possible things or people may leave may walk out of my life but I can never be in a position where I am left and to know that is to know that <clears throat> excuse me to know that is to know that I don't have to be desperate for anything or anyone now I'm still it's still a process you know nobody should come asking me to give a master class on this it's still a process I'm still on the journey but now I know that some of the decisions that I have made and some of the ones that have ended up badly um, and the ones that I'm like oh, I wish I never you know is because of this fear of don't leave me don't leave me you know and I just want to say to anyone listening your your value your worth is not in anybody is like it's not in anybody and i know this is something that we hear we we roll our eyes and like yeah yeah it's true and we don't but it's true your value your worth is not in anybody there's a song i used to sing um and i i I actually made the song up and and the lyric of the song i won't sing it don't worry (laughs) the lyric of the song is my identity my identity my identity is in god alone my value my value my value is in god alone that's that's the only that's where it is that's where it lies you know don't let's 
try because I know it's not easy because there's a way this world programs us especially if you're a woman there's a way it programs you to need the validation of a man before you feel like you are something to need the validation you know that 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 man in your life or that man on your arm for anybody to be like okay you must be worth it then you know or your for your shape to be a particular way for you to have this particular look for anybody to be like oh okay now you can talk now you can sit on this table because now we know that you matter and you have value no our value our value is not in anyone is not if anything people tend to take away our value if we are not careful it's like the scripture says throwing pearls before swine you know so i just hope that this encourage encourages you i know i tend to ramble sometimes forgive me but i just hope that this encourages you and i also hope that this makes up for my months or weeks of absence here i will definitely do better um to just keep you updated and keep you in the loop remember remember that i'll always love to hear from you like i often say here i want to start a community of just you know talking and sharing stuff and just letting me know not just the kind of things you want me to talk about but just things that could help me as well i'm very open to learning and to growing and to being a better human being obviously Um, So you can follow me on Twitter, like I say, and I'll say it again. Follow me on Twitter. (laughs) Um, I am at Tischioni Moore. So that is T-I-S-C-H-I-O-N-I-M-O-O-R-E. And you can send me an email to transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com dot com it's been nice talking with you or rather talking at you um and i hope i'll catch you on the next one all right bye and before i go yeah i just remembered i actually wanted to say a word of prayer um for those who are up to it please join me and for those who are not perfectly understand and maybe sometime around you would join all right so heavenly father i want to thank you so much for who you are and for how you are a helper father i want to remember all those who are grieving at this time all those who are in in loss who are mourning i thank you because your word says that you are the god of all comfort and so lord i'm asking in the name of jesus that you will bring comfort to every aching heart and every broken spirit in the name of jesus i'm asking for your love to just come all over him all over her all over them all over us in jesus name daddy we don't know the times we're living in we can't really make sense of it but lord we know the one who we belong to the one who has time and seasons in his hands and so lord we are trusting you give us the grace to hold on to you thank you because you will not disappoint us in jesus name amen